Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The Suns and Raptors north of the border. Suns looking for win number 31 of the season. Again, we're looking up and seeing no fans in the stands in Toronto. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. crazy. Booker, and he's quickly fouled by Van Vliet with 6.5 seconds left. The first one is good. Booker's complaining about the Raptor, the lone fan that's there. <laughs> and they, they, they send the Raptor away. That ain't right. I'm a little worried that Devin Booker has unleashed forces that he does not understand. The mascot community is tight-knit. Jazz Bear is going to be sneaking in your hotel room, waking you up, or poisoning your food. Chuck the Condor, he's not going to, he's not going to forget. Devin Booker, man, you don't even know what's going on. Real dog. What did you do? <laughs> Zach! Zach! <laughs> what did he do? Uh, uh, I tried to warn him. I tried to warn him. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried for the state of our NBA if the mascots have been unleashed. I talked about it. That my I don't want to say my worst nightmare, but Chuck the Condor, if you were to wake up from a nap and he's standing over you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's blood in, blood out for the mascots. So you <laughs> the only hope we have. Listen, listen, listen. I just want to say to everybody on that stage, never say anything bad about the King Cake baby in New Orleans because he or she or it will come after you and haunt your dreams forever. <laughs> All I can say now, Robin Lopez, okay. you are our only hope. Help us, Robin Lopez. You That's are our only hope. So that had to be, right, the top beef, the top, why can I say that? The top beef of the weekend, right, Zach? That had to be. The week that was, that, that was the top beef. Yeah, and yeah, and the Suns need to trade for Robin Lopez immediately. If they have any hope <laughs> of getting back to the finals, they need to get Robin Lopez on their team. That's absolutely, a great idea. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Zach Lowe, thank you so much for joining us today and all week long and for that warning because we're all going to need to listen to it. But I do want to go from the top beef, hey, I said it, to the top of the top from the week that was because we had so many good plays. But we need to start with top alley-oops of the week. So we're going to go to Detroit where Donovan Mitchell goes up for the nasty oh. one-handed dunk. I see him, little fingertips. I didn't realize how short Donovan Mitchell really is. Yeah. The way he dunks on people, I, I thought for, re- for a second he was like 6'5". Well, no. he made it look like it on that dunk. Right. Well, and then, Too Matt, since you're here, 20. we have to go to Sacramento, oh, yeah. where LeBron took flight. I mean, he's it's crazy that he's been playing like this. Has anyone ever been in his prime this whole entire career? 
Has you? Anyone, no. <laughs> no. In life, maybe, but right. not in my career. Okay. I mean, it's LeBron James. You're 19. Do I right. need to say anymore? We're going to go to top handles. Let's stop by San Antonio Ooh. because Kevin Porter Jr. was snatching ankles. Look at this. Mm. Oh. I'm not having it on the string. Mm. Skills and yeah. drills. Yes. Skill levels off the chart with these younger players is the way they can handle the ball these days. I mean, that's because they've been doing it in, in in empty gyms around Cone since they were six months old. Right. He's from Seattle, right? Yep. Yep. It's something about them Seattle boys. Yeah. Jamal Crawford. Well, then let's move on to top game winner because <laughs> you mentioned New Orleans and the break mm. that they've been balling a little bit. Well, you know who's been balling for them? Brandon Ingram. E. Look how deep that was. E. And every guy on the court yep. stopped, waited, looked. Underappreciated. He goes out and yes. does his job every night. It doesn't say a word. He just goes out there and play hard, man. I love Brandon Ingram. He's been playing hard for a team that some days it's a little bit hard to play for. It has been impressive. <laughs> what he's been able to do. Not even. It's just it's been a tough season for the Pelicans. Sometimes and it's too he's hurt, still hurt. Going. I know, I know. Sometimes And it's then too there's hurt. that. All right, top posters. We're gonna stop by Philly where Miles Bridges he went up and posterized Andre Drummond, which is uh, easy yeah. to do. Go down and grab it. Uh, Off the vert. And it looked easy, though. Yeah. Go like, grab it, gain speed, and then dunk on a seven-footer. To get down like that, mm. to, I mean, uh, that You actually is, do those drills in workouts. Uh. Defying gravity. Okay, Reggie. Reggie Jackson. And look who he got on. A joker. It's not easy to get Nikola Jokic uh, like that. Especially if you're a guard. My goodness. Got him. So we saw a lot of highlights. We also saw the Jazz. We saw what Donovan Mitchell was able to do. And then earlier in the show, we mentioned Rudy Gobert is slated to Rudy. If I got it, Rudy Gobert. Okay, Rudy Gobert is slated yeah, to come back. So who is the more important return now, though? We're looking at Anthony Davis and his return at some point. It's still a little bit away for the Lakers or Rudy Gobert coming back for the Jazz. Which one, Perk? I got to say Anthony Davis, and it's all because of the play of Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Like, LeBron James playing at this level and you're still in the position that you're in is a problem. I know one thing. If Anthony Davis returns and he can still give you that casual 24 and 10 and LeBron James continue to play where he's at, the Lakers will be in a better situation. I agree. It's Anthony Davis. Although Gobert is a big part of that defense in the Jazz uh, success, uh, I'm, I'm picking AD, but I'm interested to see with the success LeBron's had at that pinch post and, and elbow, where does AD, AD never really wants to bang down low, so maybe it's just more of a spread around LeBron and let LeBron make plays from that pinch post and uh, post area, so it'll be very interesting to see how AD fits in when he comes back. But remember, the Jazz, they went 1-4 and four when Rudy Gobert was not on the floor, so mm -hmm. what does he bring that's going to help elevate them? You believe in the Jazz, Perk? Man, you every year I pick them as my dark horse, but now it's no. Like, yeah. no, I can't believe in You have your dark horse and your dark side. Yeah. Those are two different yeah, things. Yeah, but I can't believe in them. Yeah. Just for the simple fact that they, they disappoint us every single year. And now they're starting to show, without Rudy being in there, that they need perimeter defenders. Why well, I look at it how we didn't believe in Milwaukee until they did it. And I think this Utah team, like, you're going to have to win it for right. us to really believe in you because they're at the top of the West consistently. They have a lot of great pieces, great head coach and Quinn Snyder. But again, they continue to disappoint when it matters the most. Guess so. what? They don't have Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> there's really nothing you can add to that. They don't have Giannis. Like, that's, right. there's really nothing you can do. Right. That. But 
the Bucks. yeah, they were the 60-win team in the regular season. Well, they had all the accolades. They had the back-to-back MVP. And then Giannis it. said, don't call me the MVP until I win it again. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to NBA Today. And for all my guests, we will see you next week right here in studio. Perk, you going to wear that? Me and Perk look like the number 10 next week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a little more interested in what our experts think because we're midway through the season now. So top three contenders, mm. they would be Perk. For you, in order. In order. In order. In order. In order. I'm, I'm going with the team that represented the Western Conference. Uh, well, no, I'm starting at the bottom. And number starting three, at I'm, the going, bottom, now I'm, we're going, here. I'm going with the Warriors. I'm going with the Warriors. I feel like eventually Clay, Draymond, and Steph, that culture along with Eagle Dollar and, and having the young guys buy into their new roles, they'll be at they have an opportunity to be there. And number two, I'm not going to disrespect the defending champs. I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. The way that Giannis is playing, we know what Chris Middleton is capable of doing. And Drew Holiday, one of the most underrated point guards in the game today, one of the best two-way players mm-hmm. in the game today. I'm, at number one, I'm going with the, val- the boys from the Valley, mm-hmm. the Phoenix Suns. They represented the Western Conference, and they got better in the offseason. And now they're healthy. They got the best record in the NBA for a reason because they know they have unfinished business. I saw Matt Barnes taking notes as you were talking, so you know he has, he's studious and has a rebuttal coming. What you got, Matt? Good, good list, Perk. Good list, Perk. Um, my number three was the Nets, and this is contingent on, and I fought with them and the Suns, but they made me pick one, so I'm picking the Nets. And it's contingent on if Kyrie's going to be back, if they're going to pay these fines, and they're going to have Kyrie throughout the playoffs. To me, that puts them up in one, but we don't know that, so they're three. Uh, number two, I have the defending champs, the Bucks. Mm. I mean, they just keep getting better. They understand it's a marathon, not a sprint. Statement game, whether wherever you call it or not, middle of January game, they're still playing the right way, and they're building for a championship. And number one, I got the Golden State Warriors. Wow. Um, you know, it's been an emotional roller coaster the last month or two with the records and all this kind of stuff. Clay getting back, Draymond out. But when this team, I'm taking this team versus the field if they are healthy uh, for the rest of the season. Then don't be surprised at the trade deadline if they grab someone like a Harrison Barnes or a high quality player at the trade deadline because they have a lot of young quality assets right now. So I'm taking a healthy Warriors versus the field this season. Well, and with the Nets and Kyrie Irving, as Adrian Wojnarowski reported on our show yesterday, the state may say there may be some fines that they could take. The NBA says, no, that's not the case. He's going to have to abide by state mm. rules. So James Harden joked, I'm going to give him the shot myself. We'll see if yeah. he actually does. <laughs> need him. I'm not sure I would let James Harden, you know, do that to me. But Zach Lowe, your list would be what? Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. First of all, Matt Barnes taking Warriors over the field is a bold call. That's a bold <laughs> call. I'm going Warriors number three just because the West, that top three in the West, and now we got to be top four. Memphis is actually third. That's yeah. no joke. Just getting out of the West is hard. Number two, I'll go Bucks. And one of the things I'm looking for from them is guys like DiVincenzo and Connaughton stepping up. And when do we get Brooke Lopez back? And number one, look, yell at me, scream at me. <laughs> I'm choosing to be optimistic. I don't know why I'm yeah, choosing really? to be optimistic. Yeah, really? You're grumpy Zach. I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. 
I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets. I'm just going to pretend that the Kyrie thing gets resolved and that the team that just demolished the Chicago Bulls on the road is the team we see. They got a lot of issues. They got a lot of problems. But there is no answer for that offense when they have Kyrie, Harden, Durant, Joe Harris. You could put me on the court with them. They'll put up 120 points. <laughs> so I'm going with the Nets. Apologies to the Suns. No good reason to not have the Suns. They're amazing. If they, I don't know why they're not on there. It's just hard to pick three. I mean, clearly it's those four in some yes. rhyme or reason. And it's going to be them reshuffling for probably the rest of the season. We still have so much more to come, though, on NBA Today because coming up, Perks got some grizz biz to attend to. So why the big fella is adamant we need to join him on the dark side. Plus, with all the focus on Braun and Russ, we've got the latest on the brow. Dave McMiniman on when AD could be back on the floor for the Lakers. And between poster dunks, game winners, absurd handles, and mascot drama, do not miss our top of the top in just a little bit. NBA Today rolls on after the break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Dr. Martin Luther King was not considered a sportsman, but his vision for an America where content of character reigns supreme reflects the core value of sports. Nowhere is Dr. King's ideal more evident than in the National Basketball Association. This wasn't always so. From outright banning black players to enforcing racial quotas, the NBA initially followed the norms of a racist society when it came to his treatment of African Americans. Eventually, those barriers fell. I may not get that with Dr. King gave black athletes a voice. His death encouraged them to become activists and pushed the league to embrace social justice issues. In Dr. King's memory, black athletes continue to echo the meaning of his life. So tomorrow is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and he would be 93 years old. And then Monday is the national holiday, which his wife, Coretta Scott King, said celebrates the life and legacy of a man who brought hope and healing to America. We commemorate as well the timeless values he taught us through his example, the values of courage, of truth, justice, compassion, dignity, humility, and service that so radiantly defined Dr. King's character and empowered his leadership. And on this holiday, we commemorate the universal, unconditional love, forgiveness, nonviolence that empowered his revolutionary spirit. And the NBA, the NBA will celebrate MLK with 12 games starting at 12.30 p.m. Eastern. And NBA Today, we will have a special show starting at our normal time of 3 o'clock Eastern that will honor the man whose legacy means 
so much to all of us. Hall of Famer Oscar Robertson will join us to share his memories of Dr. Martin Luther King and so much more. And the Memphis Grizzlies, they will play on Monday when they host the Bulls. And the question is, will they still be riding their league best winning streak that is currently at 11 games after beating the Timberwolves last night? And John Morant had a pedestrian, at least by his standards, 16 points, 9 boards, and 8 assists. So let's go inside the Grizzlies' 11-game win streak, starting with the 8 wins coming against teams that currently play in the playoffs or in play-in based on their standings right now. That includes the Suns, the Warriors, the Nets, and Jaw led the way with almost 27 points per game to go over six rebounds and six assists. And the Grizzlies, they have been dominant on the interior with an NBA best 62.5 points in the paint per game during this streak. So clearly they have been on fire, and there's no question. John Morant has been the breakout star of the NBA season thus far, but has he reached superstar status? That's, that's a conversation for another day. But in a piece reported... I'm sorry, what? I, my producer just told me that this piece was reported by Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he was right. The right? first time ever a piece is reported, my first video essay. You know I'm not writing and you know I'm not reading, but damn it, I could talk. And here it is. I'm taking you to the dark side. My first essay. Don't go nowhere, Malika. Stand right here. I'm afraid. I got my receipts and everything is ready to go. Here we go right now. Here we go. Run it. Run it. You know G12 is? That's Ja Morant. Let me take y'all on a trip to the dark side. To the dark That's right. For those that don't know, the dark side in Memphis is the new culture. With the young fella Ja Morant leading the way. Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It used to be grit and grind. Now it's G12. And I've seen this coming for a minute now. With the second pick in the 2019 NBA draft, John Morant. Now I'm going to tell y'all something. This guy's a lot different than Zion. He loves the limelight. And all he's done since then is shine, exceeding expectation after expectation. Grizz Nation, our fans, rookie of the year. Couldn't do it without y'all. And he used that momentum last year in year two, leading the Grizzlies past Steph and the Warriors in the play-in tournament. 15 points in the fourth quarter and overtime. 35 for the game. Which leads us to this season. G12 has taken the lead, literally. It jams! Oh, the bounce in the young fella! Now, talk about being the most improved. I talked about making the first time, being the first time All-Star. Yes. He's right there in the MVP conversation. conversation. Yeah, I said it. MVP. Because this young man has me thinking big things. Real big things. I see something in him that reminds me of someone else. John Morant? When you talk about his ceiling, it's Jordan S. <laughs> Chill, Mike. And it's like Ja had my back, because then the young fella went out and did this. Oh, Ja Morant, what a play! So who's laughing now? I haven't been wrong yet when it comes to Ja. Only question that remains, who else is joining me on the dark side? You know what I'm saying? Whoever want to come jump on the train, we got room for the dark side. And you know my saying, carry the hell on. I, I'm half expecting the 
Darth Perk coming in over uh, here just from saying, the dark side. I'm just saying. That was my first essay. Hey, Perk, you on your way, baby. You put uh, the C uh, in Casual Friday uh, today, uh, and you hey. did your thing. Over. Uh, I am... I'm impressed. This, uh, this uh, you, you, come on, get. Oh, he had to show off the shoes, those. though. All right, I see you with the red bottoms. Y'all coming to the dark side? This I, is, this I is might a, be there. This, I might yeah. be there. This is a scary team. This is going to be a tough out for whoever has to talk to him, Matt. In the playoffs, um, John Moran has started a new culture. I was going to say they need a new nickname. You know, Zebo and those guys was grit and grind. This team needs a new nickname. We got to figure out what that is. But they've embodied his his energy and his spirit. I mean, they play well without him. So this team is for real. They play on both sides of the ball uh, during the streak. You know, they're top six in both categories overall, 11th in defense. But I love this team, and I love Joplin Rant. I mean, hey, hey, look, I, I knew Matt came in dressed like a preacher on Easter Sunday. But I didn't know he was going to give that good gospel. <laughs> well, Perk, you're also going to appreciate bringing Zach Lowe back into the conversation here. Well, yeah. That Ja Morant took top billing in Zach's weekly 10, column, 10 things column. Why is that, Zach? I mean, I agree with everything Matt said. The guy is audacious, fearless. He is the spirit and the soul of that team. But why was it my column? Because that block where he looked like yeah. Superman taking off from Earth against the Lakers, that block was a highlight play. It was all over the media. He's been doing this all year in less glamorous ways. Look at That's the low man on the pick and roll. Normally you see big men or big wings doing that. D'Angelo Russell, get that out of here. And you would have done that at the Carl Towns, too. <laughs> and by the way, if Ja commits a turnover, oh, yeah. you okay. better watch out. Get your yeah. side view mirrors. Get your rear view mirrors because you are not getting a layup. Steph Curry, get out of here with that. Look at that verticality. That's Roy Hibbert level verticality from a point guard and this is just like I don't even have words for this he I, look at that he's above the square he's still going up he's still going up as he gets there he does look like Superman and we've seen him do something like that before Perth probably remembers him doing something like that before look at this Murray State here he comes different hairdo whoa he is going to hit his head on the backboard. Watch out, Jop. Please do not hit your head on the backboard going for one of these chase down blocks. This is ridiculous, but these guys will tell you much better than I could tell you, Matt and Perk. When you see your superstar player grinding like that on defense, throwing his body in the way of freight trains, putting his body on the line, that's part of setting the culture for your team. When you talk to coaches, other players, co-stars, role players, when they see the number one guy doing stuff like that, and it's not always stuff that makes Sports Center. It's stuff mm. like, oh, he's just at the rim, he doesn't even get a shot block. That sets the tone. I wanted to add one thing. He Not only is he setting the culture on the court, but off the court. He's letting these fans know we're not accepting no other jerseys in the <laughs> grindhouse but our jerseys. You know what I mean? He has fans turning in their jerseys for free. Jaron Jackson and John Moran jersey. So he's setting the tone, the culture. <laughs> I love it. Day. And Memphis is scary. I know. I, mean, I, was trying, I was going through G words in my head from grit and grind to grit and go get a chip. Like what, what are we, what, what's, what's going to be well, the well, moniker? I, I just know, they, I I just know it's the dark side. But here's the thing, another thing about Ja. Like I, I, I talk about him, the way that he talks his noise and he backs it up and he tell, he warns the league that <laughs> I'm not afraid of anyone, but it's a ripple effect. We saw a couple of games ago, we saw Desmond Baines and LeBron James exchanging words. Like, 
You know, so Desmond Baines probably wouldn't have never had that type of confidence if his leader wouldn't yeah. be leading the way that he does. This is why I say, man, if you're not rolling with this young killer, you got a problem. The Grizzlies were <laughs> not on anybody's top three teams, but I imagine to win a championship that we just discussed at the top of the show. I imagine, though, if we expanded it just like one or two teams more, if we oh, were talking be, top five, we, we might see some grit and grind. Month, Welcome to the dark side up in that list. But please, mm -hmm. don't go anywhere because we have got the latest on Anthony Davis. Our Dave McMiniman on when we can expect AD to be back in action for the Los Angeles Lakers. Plus, there have been a litany of memorable moments in the NBA on Martin Luther King Day. So just ask Dirk, Dame, and others. It is a special day in the league. And our top of the top looks back at the week that was. And I'm told that no mascots were harmed in the making of that segment. Stay tuned. for the reunited Splash Brothers to enter the madhouse. Looking at the great with the say so. And time for two young superstars to go head to head. Watch what you wait for. Tonight on ESPN. Welcome back to NBA Today. So we just promoted it, but great doubleheader tonight on ESPN and the Warriors and Bulls are going to get us started. And with that, senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski joins us. I like having you on the desk this it's week. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's been, it's been kind of fun. We spent a lot of time on this show, right. though, talking about the Chicago Bulls. But usually we're talking about the new Bulls. We're talking about Lonzo Ball. We're talking about DeMar DeRozan and their impact. But inside the locker room, there's somebody else who has been making that impact. Who is that? Well, Zach Levine. And in talking to Michael Reinsdorf, who's a COO in Chicago for a story today, you know, listen, he hired our tourist, Karnishavis, and led the search to hire uh, that led them to Billy Donovan. You know, he talks about the relationships those two have, as the president, Karnishevis and, and Billy Donovan as a head coach, the relationships they built with Zach Levine and really getting to know him in the time as they were building that roster. And, and he made an interesting comparison, uh, Michael Reinsdorf did. You know, he said, it, it wasn't Zach's fault that this team wasn't winning, just like it wasn't Devin Booker's fault in Phoenix. We had to get the right players around him. Mm -hmm. And you've seen them do that in Chicago this year. And I think people look at Zach Levine as a very different player now, a, a winning player, a player who could be a central figure in a contender. And I think just the, the relationship building with Karnishevis, Billy Donovan, something that had been missing previously in Chicago. And you've seen what that new regime has done uh, <clears throat> to build, uh, I think, an infrastructure here and, and a culture around this Bulls team that was really lacking prior. And we haven't seen Alex Caruso on the court for them in a little while. What's the latest on him? Yeah, I'm, he remains in COVID protocols, and I'm told we won't see him again sooner than Wednesday against Cleveland. He's not going to play against Golden State tonight, and then the Bulls go on a two-game road trip, and, and they want to be able to ramp Caruso back up. They've missed him. He's been a, an integral part, especially defensively. Uh, he's been out since December 20th with a foot sprain, and now COVID. Uh, but possibly Wednesday against Cleveland at home. Well, and he has been such a bright spot for this team, but both the Warriors and the Bulls, they're coming off bad losses. We already talked about it. Golden State last night in Milwaukee and Chicago, remember, they lost by 26 to Brooklyn on Wednesday. Both of those scores looked like typos. So, Matt, who is this game tonight? Who is it more important to, the Bulls or the Warriors? Uh, I feel, to be honest with you, neither. But if I had to pick... <laughs> I appreciate no, your honesty. Middle of January. But if I had to pick one, I feel like it's the Bulls because they're new to this. They're, they're putting pieces together. Hats off to management. They did a great job. Love this team. Love how hard they play on defense. 
they're looking to figure out what it looks like to get there. The Warriors are looking to win it at the end of the day. So I think they're looking at two different things. Obviously, the Bulls have aspirations of winning championship, but first of all, they're looking to get to the playoffs. The Warriors are looking to get healthy at the right time and hit their stride at the right point post-All-Star break going into the, to the playoffs because they feel like they have a chance to win the championship. I'm sure the Bulls do too, but they haven't been there. The, the, the Warriors have been there. So to me, more important, I'd have to pick the Bulls. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree with Matt, but I'm going to go with Golden State for the simple fact that, you know, since Clay returned, we saw guys have to take a lesser role. So you see Jordan Poole, he had to go to the bench, and he's not able to get those same shots he was getting. When, like, they had a different type of chemistry and a different type of rhythm before Clay got there. Now everybody's role has changed, and now you're going to have certain guys that's going to get DMPs, especially when Draymond get back. So when I look at tonight, I want to see a flow. I want to see something like, you know, whether it's rotations, whether guys buying into roles, because I haven't seen that of late. And so I think that's going to be a problem for Golden State that they're going to have to figure out over the next month or two months of identifying new roles because Clay came right in, stepped right in the starting lineup, and he pushed some and he pushed people to the back seat. Well, and you have to expect the United Center. It's going to be bopping mm -hmm. tonight because it has been a place to play this year. Chicago, they're still at the top of the East, followed pretty closely by the Miami Heat, mm. but. The Heat have been without Bam Adebayo for the last 20 games. They went 13-7 and seven during that span. Not to mention they've also been missing Jimmy Butler. But, Woj, what can you tell us on the return of Bam Adebayo? Uh, almost there, Malika. I'm told that uh, Adebayo is now targeting Monday against Toronto for his return. And that's right about at the six-week mark uh, of that thumb surgery back uh, in December. So they're about to get him back. They played great basketball without him. They've won seven of their last nine and you know we don't talk a lot about Miami but this is a team when you get Bam out of bio back and you hopefully get Jimmy Butler healthy that is going to be a problem for anybody trying to get out of the East. Well and we know that Big Perk loves to evaluate big men so how important is Bam out of bio coming back for the Miami Heat? It's very important when you talk about one of the most versatile bigs in the game today a lot of the offense is ran through Bam, through the dribble handoffs, being a lob thread at the basket, surrounded by shooting. And you know, the, the person that it, ha it has affected the most is Duncan Robinson. Just think about it. When Bam is at the top of the key dribbling, Duncan Robinson get a lot, a lot of wide open shots just because of the, the actions that they have. But, you know, Miami is still sitting at, top, at the top. And you add a healthy Bam, a team that that went to the finals two years ago. I mean, it speaks volumes about Eric Spolcher. Mm. And by the way, he's the best damn coach in the game today. Any That's any team that has a University of Portland coach at the helm, we got to keep an eye on that team. <laughs> Woj, thank you so much for joining us this week. Yes. We'll see you again next right. week. Really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Matt and Perk, sorry I don't get to let you go anywhere yet. I still need you for the rest of the show. Coming up, we have so much more NBA today, including the best NBA moments from MLK games. Plus, NBA stars weigh in on what the holiday means to them. Keep it locked on NBA Today. Youth basketball coach in seventh grade, Joey Kempf, taught me the fundamentals of shooting, taught me how to shoot close, perfect your jump shot before you even think about going out to the high school three-point line. It's still stuck with me to this day. The stuff we still do out here, we were doing as a team in seventh grade. When you have a youth coach like that, I think it's so important, especially for kids, to be coached well so they can still love the game.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Lift every voice and sing. The way that he used his voice in this platform, no matter if it was in the eyes of ridicule or imprisonment or whatever the case was, he, he didn't back down from that. And so for us, it's inspiration to use our voice and our platform to speak for those that can't speak for themselves. Um, and to continue the fight that he he left in our hands. There's a full slate of 12 games on tap for MLK Day throughout the day, starting with the Pelicans and Celtics at 12.30 Eastern, and other key games include the, includes the Nets and Cavs, the Bulls and the Grizzlies, and an Eastern Finals rematch between the Bucks and the Hawks and then the Jazz and the Lakers in the nightcap. Our Michael Wilbon with much more on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his impact on the NBA. Lift every voice and sing. It wasn't a move that needed the blessing of marketers. Professional basketball's biggest stars already had a relationship with the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr that was both enduring and multi-layered. When Bill Russell sat in the first row at the National Mall on August 28, 1963 for the I Have a Dream speech, Russell did so at the invitation of Dr. King. When a group of prominent black men gathered in Cleveland on June 4, 1967, at the request of Jim Brown to, among many purposes, support Muhammad Ali, who refused to serve in Vietnam, It included established football champions, Bobby Mitchell and Willie Davis, but anchoring the group on the front left of the picture is Russell. On the front right is Lou Alcindor, not yet Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and still a student at UCLA. And behind the scenes, famously supporting Ali's protest of joining the war, was Dr. King. When the Martin Luther King Federal Holiday Commission convened in the mid-1980s, David Stern, the NBA's new commissioner, was a member. There is nothing casual or incidental about the NBA's relationship with Dr. King, and it became more or less formalized on January 20, 1986, when the NBA staged its first MLK Day, featuring, of course, basketball games, but also dozens of community events across the country. There have been any number of big games and flashy finishes on court in the subsequent 35 years, perhaps even obscuring the depth and significance between the league and Dr. King. While the track record is hardly perfect, it is professional basketball, which historically has been probably the closest thing America has to a true meritocracy. More than business, education, science, technology, engineering, among mainstream industries, professional basketball, and therefore the NBA, has become the place where a black man's success and achievement are most likely to be rewarded, from the court to the boardroom. Facing the rising sun. Surely upper mobility, no matter where in the culture achieved, was part of Dr. King's dream. And worthy of celebration again this Monday, 
when the NBA, mindful of its continuing relationship with a man who for many of us may be America's greatest leader, again pays homage. Thank you, Mike Wilbon and producer Jaron Yang. So let's look back at some memorable MLK Day moments. And we're going to have to start with Dame dropping a franchise record 61 points in an overtime win over the Warriors in 2020. He hit 11 threes, and wow, what a game. And then, remember the Warriors and the Cavs? They rekindled their rivalry on MLK Day in 2018. That was on their way to their fourth straight finals matchup. KD led the way for the Dubs with 10-point win over the Cavaliers. And then on MLK Day in 2009, Chris Paul. This was Ah. the only buzzer beater of his career in this win over the Pacers. My goodness, he's still cold though. And then on that very same day, Dirk, he knocked down his patented shot around the foul line. My goodness. (laughs) Silly. There's nothing you can do about that. Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Nothing you can do about that. (laughs) And then, we had to pay homage because in 1996, Michael Jordan, he dropped 46 in a Bulls win win over the Bullets. And that improved Chicago's record to 31 and three. We we gotta see John Morant do that, right, Perk? No, he's he's, he's getting getting close. He's getting close. He could do that. (laughs) Well, coming up on NBA Today, it's been about a month, guys, since this happened to Anthony Davis, but are we one step closer maybe to seeing him on the court? Dave McMiniman joins us with an update. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tonight on SportsCenter at 6 Eastern, setting the stage for Wild Card Weekend with status reports on impact player availability for the Bucks, plus the QB keys for Josh Allen and Mac Jones to advance in a frigid Wild Card rubber match. And Stephen A. Smith returns as the NBA Countdown crew assesses Steph Curry's shooting slump ahead of Warriors versus Bulls tonight. SportsCenter at 6 Eastern on ESPN. Welcome back to NBA Today. So it's been four weeks to the day since the Timberwolves' Jaden McDaniels collided with Anthony Davis's left knee, resulting in a sprained MCL for Davis. And since then, he has missed 12 games. So for an update on Anthony Davis' status, let's bring in our Lakers beat reporter, Dave McMiniman. Hi, Dave. So where do things stand in Davis' return to the lineup for the Lakers? Hey, Malika, good news for the Lakers in terms of Anthony Davis. He's officially going to be reevaluated by team doctors early next week. But I'm told that he was on the court today working out with a brace on his left knee and that his movement has been improving. His progress has been going well. And sources tell me that there's optimism within the team that he could be back playing in games as soon as the Lakers' upcoming long road trip at the end of the month uh, they call it the grammys road trip you could see the lakers listening to some good music uh supplied by anthony davis's 
court uh, game. Well, and he cannot come back soon enough considering their loss to Sacramento. They clearly really need him, and you can see their upcoming road schedule. It doesn't get any easier for the Lakers from here. They need Anthony Davis back as soon as possible. Dave McMenamin, thank you so much. I do want to stick in the West here, though, because Rudy Gobert, he has cleared the NBA's health and safety protocol. So remember, the Jazz went 1-4 and four without their star center and gave up 120 points per 100 possession. That's the second worst in the league at this time ahead of only the Los Angeles Lakers. So welcome back, Rudy Gobert. But we are not done yet. Next on NBA Today, we go to the top of the top on beefs. So that rained over the weekend. (laughs) That was NBA Today back in 60 seconds. And it's Rudy Gobert. and Raptors north of the border. Suns looking for win number 31 of the season. Again, we're looking up and seeing no fans in the stands in Toronto. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. crazy. Booker, and he's quickly fouled by Van Vliet with 6.5 seconds left. The first one is good. Booker's complaining about the Raptor, the lone fan that's there. (laughs) And they, they, they send the Raptor away. That ain't right. worried that Devin Booker has unleashed forces that he does not understand. The mascot community is tight-knit. Jazz Bear is going to be sneaking in your hotel room, waking you up, or poisoning your food. Chuck the Condor, he's not going to, he's not going to forget. Devin Booker, man, you don't even know what's going on. Real dog. What did you do? <laughs> Zach! Zach! <laughs> what did he do? Uh, I tried to warn him. I tried to warn him. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried for the state of our NBA if the mascots have been unleashed. I talked about it. That might I don't want to say my worst nightmare, but Chuck the Condor, if you were to wake up from a nap and he's standing over you. Yeah. Hey, it's bloody and blood out for the mascots. So you- <laughs> the only hope we have. Listen, listen. Listen. I just want to say to everybody on that stage, never say anything bad about the King Cake baby in New Orleans because he or she or it will come after you and haunt your dreams forever. <laughs> All I can say now, Robin Lopez, You are our only hope. Help us, Robin Lopez. You are our only hope. So that had to be, right, the top beef, the top, why can't I say that? The top beef of the weekend, right, Zach? That had to be. The week that was, that that was the top beef. Yeah, and and the Suns need to trade for Robin Lopez immediately. If they have any hope (laughs) of getting back to the finals, they need to get Robin Lopez on their team. That's a great idea. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Zach Lowe, thank you so much for joining us today and all week long and for that warning because we're all going to need to listen to it. But I do want to go from the top beef, hey, I said it, to the top of the top from the week that was because we had so many good plays. But we need to start with top alley-oops of the week. So we're going to go to Detroit where Donovan Mitchell goes up for the nasty. 
nasty oh. one-handed dunk. I see him, little fingertips. I didn't realize how short Donovan Mitchell really is. Yeah. The way he dunks on people, I, I thought for, for a second he was like 6'5". Well, mm -mm. No. he made it look like it on that dunk. Right. Well, and then, Too Matt, since you're here, 20. we have to go to Sacramento, oh, yeah. where LeBron took flight. I mean, he's. it's crazy that he's been playing like this. Has anyone ever been in his prime his whole entire career? Has you? Anyone, no. Bro. In life, maybe, but right. not in my career. Okay. I mean, it's LeBron James. You're 19. Do I right. need to say anymore? We're going to go to Top Pandas. Let's stop by San Antonio. Kevin Porter Jr. was snatching ankles. Look at this. Mm. Woo. I'm not having it on the string. Mm. Skills and yeah. drills. Yes. Skill levels off the chart with these younger players is the way they can handle the ball these days. I mean, that's because they've been doing it in, in in empty gyms around cones since they were six months old. Right. He's from Seattle, right? Yep. Yep. Something about them Seattle boys. Yeah. Jamal Crawford. Well, then let's move on to top game winner because <laughs> you mentioned New Orleans in the break mm. that they've been balling a little bit. Well, you know who's been balling for them? Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Look how deep that was. Mm. Yeah. And every guy on the court yeah. stopped, waited, looked. Underappreciated. He goes out and yes. does his job every night. It doesn't say a word. He just goes out there and play hard, man. I love Brandon Ingram. He's been playing hard for a team that some days it's a little bit hard to play for. It has been impressive <laughs> what he's been able to do. Not even. It's just it's been a tough season for the Pelicans. Sometimes and he's hurts, still hurts. trying to go. Oh, I know. Sometimes and then there's hurts. that. All right, top posters. We're gonna stop by Philly where Miles Bridges he went up and posterized Andre Drummond, which is oh, easy damn. to do. Go down and grab it. Uh, uh. Off the vert. And it looked easy, though. Yeah, Go like grab it, gain speed, and then dunk on a seven-footer. To get down like that, mm. to, I mean, uh, that You actually is, do those drills in workouts. Uh. Defying gravity. Okay, Reggie. Reggie Jackson. And look who he got on. A joker. It's not easy to get Nikola Jokic uh, like that. Especially if you're a guard. My goodness. Got him. So we saw a lot of highlights. We also saw the Jazz. We saw what Donovan Mitchell was able to do. And then earlier in the show, we mentioned Rudy Gobert is slated to Rudy. I got it. Rudy Gobert. Okay, Rudy Gobert is slated yeah, to come back. So who is the more important return now, though? We're looking at Anthony Davis and his return at some point. It's still a little bit away for the Lakers or Rudy Gobert coming back for the Jazz. Which one, Perk? I got to say Anthony Davis, and it's all because of the play of Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Like, LeBron James playing at this level and you're still in the position that you're in is a problem. I know one thing. If Anthony Davis returns and he can still give you that casual 24 and 10 and LeBron James continue to play where he's at, the Lakers will be in a better situation. I agree. It's Anthony Davis. Although Gobert is a big part of that defense in the Jazz uh, success, uh, I'm, I'm picking AD. But I'm interested to see with the success LeBron's had at that pinch post and, and elbow, where does AD? AD never really wants to bang down low, so maybe it's just more of a spread around LeBron and let LeBron make plays from that pinch post and uh, post area. So it'll be very interesting to see how AD fits in when he comes back. But remember, the Jazz, they went 1-4 and four when Rudy Gobert was not on the floor. So what does he bring that's going to help elevate them? You believe in the Jazz, Perk? Man, you every year I pick them as my dark horse, but now it, no, like yeah. no, I can't believe in. You have your dark horse and your dark side. Yeah. Those are two different. Yeah, things. but I can't believe in them yeah. just for the simple fact that they, they disappoint us every single year, and now they're starting to show without Rudy being in there that they need perimeter defenders. Well, I look at it how we didn't believe in Milwaukee until they did it. And I think this Utah team, like, you're going to have to win it for right. us to really believe in you because they're at the top of the West consistently. They have a lot of great pieces, great head coach and Quinn Snyder. But again, they continue to disappoint when it matters the most. Guess so. what? They don't have Giannis. <laughs> 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 There's 
really nothing you can add to that. They don't have Giannis. Like, that's, right. there's really nothing you can do. Right. But the Bucks, yeah, they were the 60-win team in the regular season. Nope. They had all the accolades. They had the back-to-back -back MVP. And then Giannis it. said, don't call me the MVP until I win it again. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to NBA Today. And for all my guests, we will see you next week right here in studio. Perk, you going to wear that? Me and Perk look like the number 10 next week. <laughs> <laughs>